Peace and blessings, family. We are in the safe space this week with two amazing guests, two men who are not only sexually educated, but sexually explorative. I have Mr. Orlando Roy, Mr. Tyler TV in the building. Can you say hello to the people, please? What is the tiny bun on your top of Orlando's head? Is that going to be the title? The tiny bun. <laughs> tiny buns. <laughs> it could we could we could tie that in. Um, so this week, guys, I have you guys in the safe space, just kind of kicking it, having a grand conversation. Before we get into the conversation, I want to shout out a black ass business this week, which is actually a mutual friend of ours, um, Nick over at Erotic Boudoir. I just wanted to shout out her black ass business family. Go ahead and support her. She is located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She is an erotic supply, uh, toy supply connoisseur. She has every thing you need um and i have all of her information down in the description so you guys can go over there visit erotic boudoir and prioritize your pleasure so guys i have you guys in the safe space this week because i wanted to discuss self-confidence as it pertains to sexual performance and if your confidence has ever fucked with you being able to fuck so before we delve deep into the conversation and then i have a game at the end of this so that you guys can i'll ship it out to you uh, once you decide what you want as your prize um i wanted to talk to you guys about when did you know that your penis was like more than just your dick like when did you know that it was actually like this like like i can do some shit with this hmm. for me it had to be when i actually it started when i realized i had a big dick Okay. Um, and once I realized that, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do everything I can to make sure that I use it right. Because I don't want, I didn't want to be one of those like, oh, I got a big dick and just ram, ram, ram when all right. everything's on my dick. So I tried to like take my time and like really um, figure out like how I can use it like in the best way I can. It probably took me about another 10 years and a lot more experiences to like really understand like what angle works best and stuff like that. Um, so once I realized that, I also realized like how small the vagina is and how delicate the vagina is. So once having like both information at my will, I was able to use it to my power. You said 10 years. When did you find, when did you figure this out? I realized I had a big dick when I was probably 13 or 14 oh years old. God, you and your big dick. Every day. <laughs> you and your big dick every day. <laughs> oh, my dick's curved. It's huge. I have this big dick. Three, five, four, four. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. The fact that it's thick and it curves, so it makes it seem like even thicker. Like a does that come with more responsibility? Do you think? Like, mm-hmm. it definitely does. Because I would hear, I used to have like a lot of female friends growing up, and they would tell me like these horror stories about like losing their virginity or like how niggas couldn't fuck and shit like that. So I, t- I was like, okay, I don't want to be that story. Like, I don't want to be the one in the group chat. Like, yo, this nigga got a big dick for no reason. So, like, yeah, like you're not putting bitches in the hospital. Like, you're good. No, I'm not. I'm putting bitches in the zone. Okay. 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 You never put nobody in the hospital? No. I've, I've rearranged the organs. I've actually sent a few to the hospital. So you don't, so, I mean, I'm sure now you know the responsibility of your dick, but when did that come? Like, when did you know, like, your dick was like, like, this is a dick. Like, I can do some shit with this. 
Um, you know, honestly, I don't trust women's opinion of dicks because I've always heard, and 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 it's that's something probably with my own insecurity because I've always heard like, yo, you got a, you know, big dick, you got a big dick, with it. but then I've always felt like y'all probably tell everybody that shit, like, but then people was like, no, we don't, no, we don't, because I started no, telling yeah. people that. It's it's not a conversation. I I mean, at least for me and like my friend group, it's not a conversation that we have too much about. Like, first of all, at least I can say for me and like my friend group, big dicks are not. It's not a thing. Like nobody wants their insides wrecked. But I think that also comes with the responsibility aspect of things. Like if you got a big dick, you need to know like how to not fuck my cervix to the side because that was actually an issue. Like I was in college, I had a friend. Like till this day, she's still fucked up. She has sex with a guy and he literally tilted her cervix to the side. It's still an issue. Like she had issues with yeah. childbirth and everything. That so was one of the things that I did. I think I moved somebody's uh, cervix before. So, yeah, I mean, you don't really know. And you watch porn and porn shows you, you know, like, because where does real sex education come from? You get it, you get it in, in high school and it's used condoms. It's, you know. STDs, it's that and the yeah. other, but you don't really know any type of sex education, but what you get from porn, right? And all porn is fucker until, you know, fucker. And right, it's like a ram, ram, ram type thing. Right, yeah. so that's what you do. I remember this one time, um, and I still wish, I can't wait to see this woman again. But I remember when there was a woman, she had a super big butt, she used to hang out with the crew. Somehow she wound up in my house one day and I really was not sexually active at the time. Like no matter what I was trying to come off as, I was not sexually active like that. So when I got some pussy from this girl, like she must've just went to fuck me, like behind all my friends' backs, right? And man, I rammed her, so just jamming, boom, 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 boom. And while I'm fucking her, like she turned around and was like, why are you fucking me like this? And I recall, the, the feeling of feeling like, yeah, 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 I did that. But now looking back, I wonder if it was, why are you fucking me like this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think when, when my confidence became more manly, less boyish, less having to prove something and more wanting to please. And I think that's when I stopped ramming because I started stroking and probing. You know what I'm saying? So I started using it more as a love tool than as a weapon. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's, a, that's a hell of a description. That's to not weaponize your stroking. Like, so you're yeah. not out here killing people. Yeah. Okay. So your friend with the, the curved cervix, we might be able to work something out. She's got a curved cervix. I got oh a curved. Oh my Jesus! She's married, but she might be willing to risk it. I'ma ask. I'll ask. I will well, ask. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> so when it comes down to Tahoe was saying, porn being like the education. When you were younger, did porn ever give you this like complex about yourself? You just like, damn, like I'm never gonna be able to either fuck women like this, or I'm never gonna be able to fuck women like this, like how they look, or like the actual act like was it ever something that fucked with your performance like anything outside of porn was there ever just a moment where maybe you had like some self-confidence issues or you saw something that somebody else was doing and you were just like I'm never going to be able to fuck like this and it like fucked with your performance like you were in your head about it I mean I hate to not empathize with something that maybe I should 
but I honestly became the porn stars. Like everything that I saw them do, I tried to do. And it wasn't like I idolized porn and really became like really became a porn star. Like the way you talk, the way you stroke. Yeah, like so even like I said, the bad parts and the good parts. I literally just copied the whole shit. So how did you attribute that to to be was it what was I guess what was the comparison there? So when you saw that like these porn stars were like fucking like this, was it a I want to fuck like this so that I can get women to fuck like this who look like this or I want to fuck like this because this looks like the way to fuck? It was like for instance, right? I remember in high school, in junior high school, I was the dude who danced with women on the last slow song of the party. And I would gyrate my hips and I would be like into it, right? And then in high school, when I kissed a woman, I would like suck on her lips and I would be like sensual with it. And I knew that I was different than other dudes then. I knew that I had a part of sensuality that was different, right? But it was somewhat embarrassing because that's not cool to do at that time. Right. But now when you transfer that into sex, I knew that I was a different beast in bed. And so me using porn was just a method to keep proving that. It was mm, okay. the tricks. It was, it was research. It well, wasn't Yeah. It wasn't an experiment. It was research. Like you were legitimately doing this because you were like, I can do this shit. I'm like, gonna this add is, that shit to my yeah. shit. Oh, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. And and then, like I said, for me, sex has always been pleasing a woman. Well, sex has I've always gotten off from thinking that women were getting off on me fucking them. So you were masturbating while having a partner? I, I, would, I don't know if I would say that, even though I understand that. But I'm saying is that the thought of her. So even now when I watch, when I have sex, I'm watching a woman. I'm watching her, eye, her, her hands, face, you know, body. If I stop, I want to see that ass tremble. I want to see if she does that tremble. You know what I'm saying? That's what turns me on. Okay. So even watching porn and doing those things to women was me thinking I was turning them on and I was getting off on that. So I don't know if that's really yeah. masturbating with them. No, I think that I, I think that you were having some type of like sexual soul tie without ever doing it. Like there's probably some women running around here right now, probably like fuck this nigga Tahoe once like he changed my fucking life like that yes, they compared that's, that's that dick to yeah. that's normally what I get yeah, yeah. I can yeah. I, it from the from that description it seems like a lot of it was legitimately like I'm gonna try this shit and then when I realize I got good at this shit I'm gonna take what I already know and I'm gonna basically mesh the two and now I'm like this dick Sex giving up. god dick oh here oh god no <laughs> No, why did you say that? Oh my god. The fact is though it was an arm's reach is the funniest fucking part. My gosh. <laughs> why? Oh boy. Has that ever been a thing for you, Orlando? Have you ever had a moment where you were comparing yourself to somebody else? Or has porn ever been like the the reference? Um yeah, it was a reference in the sense of like what angles and what um, positions to like use, but I was, oh, I 
felt like I was always having better sex than whoever was in my age group. Okay. I was giving better dick than whoever was in my age group. So, and I was like, yeah, most of my, yeah, all my life is for whoever I was fucking, they would always look as good or better than porn stars. And then okay. one, at one point, like porn stars are older, but I was like, oh, these women are beautiful um, that I'm fucking with. So I never felt the way or insecure um, about when I was watching porn. The only thing that really I felt like was a hindrance to me up until last year was I have a very small tongue. So I n- always <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so when I used to see them like eating pussy and it's like they use like long tongue to lick up yeah. and down and do all these tricks on the pussy. I was just like, I can't do that. I got I really felt like I was always straining to like do whatever I needed to do. But I, I from the podcast, from um, Heart of Soul podcast and learning so much from like our guests or even from Tahoe, yeah. I, I found out that like the size of my tongue isn't what like is going to make um, the difference. It's just about how I use it, how I maneuver it and learning about like the different spots, like the G spot, U spot. U spot is like my favorite um, when it comes to eating pussy. Just le- learning all these like different spots and how to maneuver and the technique. How did you get a G spot and U spot when you're eating pussy? Please explain. Well, the U spot is actually right between the clit and the cervix. Mm-hmm. So when you massage that area right there, there's a lot of sensation and a lot of nerves endings. From where? Um, right inside in or outside or inside? It's right between the clit and the cervix on the outside, right? You're putting right. fingers in. No, well, when you put finger in, fingers in, you're going to hit the G spot. So the G spot would be behind the U spot. So it's on the outside. And putting fingers in would be great because when you put finger in and like say you curve it a little bit and then you just hold it right there, not going in and out, you're putting pressure on the G spot, which pushes a little bit on the U spot. And then when you put your tongue on it, it's like you're sandwiching. The U the spot. spot is kind of like a vaginal gooch, if that makes sense. Like it's literally between the, like yeah. the hole, like, well, more like our urethra and our clit. Like it's, it's a very small area, but it's there. When I, so I had, well, I had, when we were doing like time where we could all fellowship together, I do something called pussy affirmation. So I get women together and I like help them really like hone in on their vagina and like the power of their vagina. So I send them home with exercises and I tell them to like, play with the spots on your vagina that you usually wouldn't so like not just in your pussy but like around it like underneath your clit like there's space there rub on it like rub on your urethra see if you can get yourself to pee by just like you know stimulating that area and they come back with some pretty interesting shit but yeah the u-spot is literally like a front gooch for women Mm -hmm. i love it you guys are amazing (laughs) pussy connoisseurs and I'm, i'm jealous of both of you me I'm jealous of you. You knew how to eat pussy. You, long you had a sex god crowned on just now. You, yeah. I mean, I just think that eating pussy is is a lot. It's it's a, it's. I don't want to take. I don't want to have the eating pussy crown yet. I don't think I deserve it. Mm. I think that's something that's learned over like time. Like I'm bisexual, but I still don't feel like I have it down to a science. And I'm a woman. Like I feel like that really just comes with mastering your technique, but. That's probably not for another, you know. Amanda, do you try decades. to master your technique? Yeah. Like, how often do you eat? Like, how you like? Are you a master now? <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm a master. I just feel like I got I got a few more experiences to go before I can say like, oh, I got this like down pat. 
but I will say majority of the women are enjoying head from me since I've like really learned. And then um, I've had a moment where I ate a girl out who said that she'd never like head does nothing for her. Every nigga that came like she's ever had sex with or, or whoever gave her head, it's never been like a pleasurable experience. So she like passes over that part. And I was just looking at her pussy and I was just like, I wonder what it is. So I saw that she had like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be funny, but I was really like, "Yo, you are hilarious." <laughs> so I, I really I stopped for like a good and was. I wonder what it. What is. it is? That's really what happened. And I'm looking. I'm like, I wonder what it is. And then like I um put my thumb like right above her clit, and I pulled back, and then she had um a lot of I guess what would be foreskin. Like, yeah. or whatever, covering the clit. Whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, so whatever was covering the clit. And when I pulled it back, her clit became more exposed. And then once I licked, like, directly on it, like, not even with the tip of my tongue, but, like, the area, a hair, and I massaged it, she was like, oh, my God. And she squirted. The tip she of your tongue really right does nothing when, when eating. I mean, it's okay, but mm-hmm. literally using the flat part of your tongue, not like laughing like a dog, but, you yeah. know, using the flat part of your tongue will do wonders mm-hmm. yeah. when Squirt. switching up your game. It will Squirt it it'll right fuck on the game. Squirt it right on that. Just took it and just rubbed it right in. How long did it take for you to make a squirt? Um, Not long, a few minutes after. Because she stopped me at first. She's like, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to do what I, because apparently she was a um, squirter, but like she never squirted from head. And she was like, oh, she didn't want to. And I was just like, no, go ahead. I want to see what's going to happen. Because I want to see if I was, I was going to be doing um, good enough also. And then I went back at it in about three more minutes. Just squash, 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 squash. So you said that you like, you basically examined her vagina. Can you tell, well, vagina included but a fully naked woman can you tell when she has like some self-confidence issues like she's in the space with you she seems comfortable but can you ever see the hesitation like is there ever a hesitate or discomfort have you ever seen it um not from her just like being fully naked but I like to communicate so like the sexual conversations that I have I'll ask or I'll like um have a com have like a conversation that would like position myself to know a little bit more for, about her confidence so once mm. we have like those um, co- um conversations and that's why communication is so important it is not about like oh what positions you like what mm. what um i don't know how big you like dick or how deep you like is anything like that it's more about um you know what kind of aftercare you like how do you like to be touched right. where do you like to be touched like do you like hands is on there this anything off limits yeah anything off limits like do I have consent to do this like all of these different kind of um, conversations especially the consent conversation is important because when she says like you know when she gives you her like limitations you can find out like okay maybe that's where some insecurity or some trauma comes from so you know what let me make her more comfortable in those areas and it's not to say like you know she should be open to having me explore those areas but making her more comfortable um, about that would make her overall confidence. Yeah. Um, I had a guy in my DMs okay. once who was telling me, like, if I ever had the chance to have sex with you, I would put your fupa in my mouth and bite it. And I told him that I would stab him in his collarbone 
if he ever touched me in that way because one I don't find that attractive and two it's not not necessarily something I'm like self-confident about but it's just like one why the fuck would you do that and two like there was no conversation about consent he was like okay well it must be a confidence issue with you I said no it's a you trying to invade my bedroom first of all and then second of all invade my body like we never discussed that he random as fuck you know people have like bb like bbw lover pages and shit like legit like first dm he ever sent to me was like i'd put your fupa in my mouth and bite it it was fucking disgusting so when you said that 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 immediately came to mind no that was super inappropriate um a lot of men fetish women's bodies and objectify women's bodies and it's 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 very I was going to talk about this on one of my shows on So Shameless actually um, next week, but it's very interesting to me to see how men creep on women, mm-hmm. even if it's just watching. I was getting on a plane the other day and a woman in front of me was fairly attractive. Um, and there was a guy sitting down already. I guess he was in first. Yeah, he was in first class. And when we got on, she's in front of me and I'm behind her. He's reading his phone or whatever. And he looks up to see her. He looks back down, he looks back up, and then he looks down and he looks back. And he keeps looking at her face, body, face, body, face. Then as she walks past, he looks again to see her ass, and then he looks up, then he looks at me, and I'm staring at him, and I'm just looking at him like, are you done? (laughs) Like, are you done? Because I'm sure she feels crazy, because you got the biggest eyes in the fucking world. It's not like every, like she can see that you keep doing that and you're making her feel fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I totally understand what you mean when you say like, yo, time and place, read room. Do you have a key to this? If you don't, don't try to break in. Don't climb through a window. Don't present yourself dick out. Like relax, nigga, relax. But to your question before that, and maybe to this one as well, I notice when a woman has self-confidence issues in my presence, when she has to cover up, mm. when, mm-hmm. she, when we're naked and she has to pull me close. She has to pull me close. She doesn't want me to sit back and view her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have to be like very close to her and like almost hug me in a way where, you know, and it's normally about the stomach area. It's normally about stretch marks or, uh, maybe she isn't proud of her breast. Maybe it's a weight issue. But I've definitely had to coax a woman and say, it's okay. That's why I like you. That's why, you know, we're here because I like yeah. every part of you. And I definitely had to ask permission, can I kiss it? Do you like that? And go down and, you know, almost mm-hmm. praise her body. And I think that does do something for a woman that's self-conscious but you have to be gentle with that Mm -hmm. because this is how she lives her life completely right when she's walking down the block and there's somebody behind her she'll pull her shirt down or pull her sweater down or you'll Mm -hmm. notice that continuously throughout the day she's always trying to pull her shirt down always trying to you know make sure that you don't see too much she's covered up so it's definitely a talk. There's definitely a loving um, procedure that you should go through with a man that has those, as a man, with a woman that has those type of issues. I'm not sure if men have those type of issues. Have you encountered that's, that? That's, a, that's what I was getting ready to ask. I don't, I've come into play like once or twice, but 
I affirming people is literally what I do. Like that's what I do here. That's just what I do. So it's never, never been an issue for me to be able to step in and to make a person comfortable. Um, it was more like a, a size thing with him. Just like, you know, I want to make sure that like my dick is big enough to like satisfy you. And I'm telling him like the size of your dick has nothing to do with what's getting ready to happen. Like if you can make it work, you can make it work. You can make it work with two inches or 20, you know, just be comfortable, be you like, you know, let's loosen up. So I know you guys were speaking about words of affirmations and just overall, like massaging the body or having that like intimate touch time. Has there ever been a time where a person has been hesitant during that time as well? Because no matter what I did, rubbing his shoulders, telling him how handsome he was, even combing his beard, like even massaging his dick with oil, it nothing was giving him the the push he needed. It was honestly him in his head. And I told him like, you need to take a second. You need to go in the bathroom, give yourself a pep talk, put some water on your face. Like, you know, what what's going to give it for you to, you know, to be able to be able to handle yourself he was like you know maybe I just need to go downstairs and take a shot I was like whatever works for you you know go ahead handle that went downstairs took a shot sat down for like five minutes alcohol kicked in wore my ass out oh (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that (laughs) sometimes it's it's different strokes for different folks you know some people need that type of you know, enhancement. Some people need the pills. Some people need the alcohol. I don't personally like to have those moments all the time, but if you feel like, you know, for your first time, because sometimes your partners do get nervous. This is a new partner. This is a new person, new dick, new vagina. You don't know how this is getting ready to go down, but you guys made a great point about conversation. I can tell, like, even during the time where I was like, I had a whole phase, I didn't really have too much conversation. What's your address? Like, that's that's what I want to talk about. Like, what time are we doing this? I don't want to have this conversation with you. I didn't I didn't really care about my safety <laughs> back then. I will say that I was just like pulling up the guys' houses, but I also had this confidence about me. So it was never an issue. When I pull up to your house, I don't have any underwear on. I'm taking my shoes off at your door because that's just how it is. Taking these leggings off. Is it cool if I take my shirt off? Do you not want me to be ass naked? Is that too intimate for you? Like, let's do, that's what I'm here for. But that's me, you know, like that's my confidence. I Women have that hesitation. I've had that same sexual experience with women. Oh no, don't, you know, don't touch me there. Oh no, I'm a little self-confident about that. No, we can't really take a shower together. I would rather, you know, like let's do it with the lights off. So how do you deal with the hesitation even after the affirmations haven't worked? Even after the the massage, do you do anything after that? Or you just like, all right, bitch, get out. All right, bitch, get out. <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm very nice in the moment. I don't I bitch get out, but like I remember this one girl who I had to do all of the affirmations with and everything. And I thought she was really nice. I thought she was really dope. I mean, she, she had issues or whatever. But I remember having to keep tell her, like, yo, you're beautiful, you're beautiful and relax, not that deep. And I, you know, I like bigger women and everything. And then when I got, when I went to drop her off. She said, uh, you could call me if you want, but you know, one time is cool with me too. And she closed mm-hmm. the door and I was like, all right, bro, that's it. I'm not, yeah. I'm I, like, I don't want to have to keep telling you, you know what I'm saying? And I can't you, like you for you. You got to like you. You got to like you. Yeah. And if you want to be a one time and done, cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you, if that's what you want. And it's so funny that if any of y'all, Orlando, you know her. If you knew who it was, you would never believe it because she seems to be like the most confident person in the world, but she's not. And it's like, that's, it's sad. You know what I mean? It's sad that that happened that way. 
But once she said that, it was a I right, bitch, go ahead, fuck it. If that's what you yeah. want, you want, fuck it. Yeah. And women will fake. I I can attest to that. Like young younger me would fake a lot, being like, yeah, no, I'm cool. Yeah, sure, I'll take my shirt off. Yeah, let's do this. Taking eight minutes to take a sleeve off. Like, yeah, we good. We good. I could and just completely uncomfortable. But after a while, you kind of get to the point where it's just like, I'm away what I weigh. I'm a look how I look, you know. I was big when you met me. Come eat this coochie. Like, I don't have time for, you know, like the the rigmarole and the and the whole situation, like, you know, I'm cool with one time. Don't fuck up a good thing. You know, like if you got a good thing going, whether it be that a relationship is brewing or he just cracking your back every now and then, bask in it. Take it while he giving it, you know, like until the dick go away. If it's good dick, hold on to it. Let, hold ladies, hold on to it. Put it in your pocket. Put in your purse, put in your wallet, hold it close because it's few far and in between. Um, Orlando, have you ever had the same issue where there's been a hesitation there? Like the woman's just she's not getting it. Yeah. Um what I like to do is even when um even when they say like I'm I don't like those parts, I like to focus. Like if if I feel the energy is all right, I like to focus on those parts and just like. Let's say if we switch positions, like we in missionary and I switch you to doggy style, it's like, you know, I don't really like how I look from this position. I'm like, I really enjoyed like this about you. I'm actually a person who is attracted to like people's faults and like whatever they feel like they might be insecure about because those are, for me, those are the things that make you like the most attractive. Like yeah. if you feel like this is your worst, like, and I feel like it's still beautiful. Like that, that means so much more like to me and I hope, hopefully it means a lot to you. So even if when I switch position before I like, I'll go right back in, maybe I like rubbing her body and kissing her body in different places. If it's gotten to the point where it doesn't work, but she still wants to have sex, I won't like push it too far. It's like, all right, you know what? This is your comfort zone right here. And you're still willing to have sex. Like, all right, we'll get to stay here. But just like Tahoe said, if you aren't um, as, as confident in yourself, I don't and like things, certain things are being said. I don't like to feel like you're pushing your insecurities on me to make me seem like at a fault. Like what you just said is like, oh, we well, you know you can call me if you want. Now I feel like I'm in a position where, oh, if I don't call you immediately or call you in like a certain amount of time then oh yeah this nigga didn't want to fuck with me just because of this right. and I no, really it was so out. like son and then i didn't call and then she's called texting 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 then she's like oh if i'm doing too much then mm-hmm. and i'm just like yo i'm doing my best to be like regular but you're not being regular now everything is an issue because you're on mm-hmm. edge like Everything the mood is gone now. Like it's you know what I mean? Like mm. I don't and I don't know men who fuck women that they're not remotely attracted to, like even in the slightest. Like extremely it has to be attracted to yeah. Extremely. But if, if we really be in our own head, we really be in our own head a lot. And I know that men do too. Cause like my partner, when he doesn't have a haircut, it's a wrap. Like, baby, you want like let's take the selfie. Nope, get the camera on my face. Like he's mm-hmm. just he's not with it. One thing that I really wanted to talk to you guys about, because Tahoe actually did it probably like last week, he got out the shower and then he was brushing his hair on his Instagram story. And it was like, a listen, like the energy is there, like the energy is there. And Orlando, you have an OnlyFans. So, you know, I know that you're looking right. She looking right. right. (laughs) 
Like, yeah, I, saw, I saw that shit. Yeah. <laughs> was there? Is there a time where maybe you look at yourself in the mirror and you just like, you know, like I'm not feeling myself. I don't really feel like I look the best. Is there like a pep talk that you give yourself? Like, yeah, nigga, like you know, like you still look good. Like the hair not cut, but you still look good. Yeah, it's mostly when I feel like I'm out of shape. So I have like body dysmorphia. So I'll feel like I'm bigger, like bigger than I actually am. Or when I lose a certain amount of weight, I feel like I'm smaller than I actually am. So yeah, it'll get to a point where it's like, all right, well, you know, just suck it in or, you know, try to make yourself seem like, like put more mass to yourself when you're doing like certain things. Or sometimes I'll be even like a little bit more aggressive when I'm having sex. If I feel like I'm like, if I lost weight and I feel like a little bit smaller, so, but I always like move with like a lot of big confidence. So that's what like really puts me over to be like, all right, well, you know, regardless of anything, you could still put it down, but it still does, it's still like in the back of my mind and still like it's a little bit of hindrance. This is a question that I always wanted to ask, and, and I didn't want to ask, but I always wondered you did say the same size no matter how much weight you get or lose, like it's the same size. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes the, the thing that affects it the most is your groin area. So the actual like pocket behind your your actual like phallus, the actual shaft of your dick. So mm-hmm. if you're bigger, your penis might appear smaller because there's more fat there. And the more weight that you lose, the less fat that's there. So you so have more ability. Basically is what y'all telling me. Kind of. But I mean, in the event that you have a decent sized penis, if you have a small penis, no matter what you do, it's going to be small. So for me, I definitely don't like when I gain too much weight. I be feeling fat and nasty because my stomach be hanging over her butt when I'm beating. You know what I mean? Like you, it's literally like, it's not, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't make me feel sexy seeing my stomach. Or like I can't see my dick. Like. <laughs> And that's how I get. When I get big, I get a big stomach and she don't notice. I don't know if she notices. You ever notice when my stomach is looking crazy? She said barely, but I be feeling the way. And I don't feel sexy. I feel like I be farting more than normal. <laughs> you have to, there's no pep talk to give yourself at the time. You just be like, listen, nigga, back to the gym. Or Like Orlando says, as long as my man is heavy, I feel like women don't really care. As long as you know what you're doing with it and your shit is right, I feel like women don't really care. So no, to me, that doesn't happen. There have been times when I've been trying to have sex and it isn't working. Pep talks don't normally work. That's more of an anxiety thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? More than that over how I look. It's more an anxiety thing. It's probably about me liking shorty or the atmosphere not being right or some shit like that. And it's normally the first time or first couple times you have sex but then once you knock it out the box out the park you're good yeah Mm -hmm. and funny enough on the flip side of that when um like when i was at my most fit and i would like take my shirt off when we're about to have sex and i'll get naked i'll take i'll make because i had like my abs were like on point and everything i'll make sure like my shirt is the last thing that comes off and so when i take off my shirt i get that Mm, look from them is just like yeah i got it that would boost my confidence like way more yeah don't stop working out though bro i got 16 years on you i'm telling you i used to get that i used to have that too 
Yeah, I'm dead right now. So I wanted to do a rapid round with you guys, which is like not something I do often with guests, but you guys are really good with wordplay. So I like to play it with people who are quick on their feet. So we're going to do a rapid round. And then the very last question is a game. And I'm going to put your answers up in a poll on my Instagram. And who gets the most votes actually gets a prize. So you guys can either have a God hoodie from my merch line, which gives the description of just a very confident man. Or I have a body care line called Chakra Body Care, and I have Big Dick Energy, which is phallus oil and just body oil for a man, um, and then body butter as well. So it keeps your skin luxurious. So you can choose whichever one, and I'll ship it out to you to whatever address, but you have to, you know, win the poll online. So that's the last question. Are you nervous, Orlando? I hate games. I always fucking <laughs> lose. <laughs> no, Orlando, honestly, I think that you you might be a little quicker, quicker on your feet than this than Tahoe. I no, believe now so. I'm shook. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's the last question though. That's a, so don't don't think too far into it just yet. So wait, the first no, thing wait, is I, do you have so any crop tops? Do you have to answer it fast or do we get a chance? You can take a like take a moment, but it's just a rapid round because I don't want to give you too much time to like come up with like a real like confident answer. I want to give you guys like an even playing field. So the first thing is really simple. Favorite thing to do while naked outside of sex. Masturbate. Dance. <laughs> oh, outside of thought. Anything sexual? Dance. I decided anything sexual. Dance. <laughs> Dance and make it. <laughs> Everything is good. Yoga. It's supposed to be okay. rapid, bro. Favorite part of your body? Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Chest. Okay. Favorite part of your most recent partner's body? So, Taha, I'm pretty, it's your partner, but Orlando, your most recent partner? Ass. Thighs, okay. actually. Thighs. I mean, a whole leg. I mean, leg. Wait, are we supposed to, are we growing at the same time? Or is these all? No, you can just, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Um, breast. Okay. Okay, so this is the question that's going to, like, settle it all. All right? So, I need you to take a deep breath in deep breath out and you have to give your dick three character traits oh yes <laughs> thick wait am i is this a rapid round part no so okay yeah this is like the wrap around so okay so you can't use words like thick they have to be character traits so oh, for instance when i do pussy affirmations the first thing i tell the women when they're in there my pussy is integral my pussy mm-hmm. is charismatic and my pussy is patient oh Orlando's gonna win so me. character traits Orlando's gonna win this. Okay. <laughs> my dick is powerful. Okay. Um, my dick is my dick is uh, I want to find a better word for interesting. <laughs> my dick is beautiful. Okay. <laughs> and my dick is. I don't want to say attractive. No, my dick is powerful. And my, hold on a second. <laughs> you are. He's talking to it. He's talking to it. <laughs> majestic. Okay. I like majestic. Yeah. That's like actually that. my dick's nickname, Majesty. So do I go now? Yep. Uh, my dick is persistent. Okay. Consistent. 
and understanding. My dick is understanding. Hmm. What was the okay. second one I said? Beautiful. It's beautiful. I was going to change it to energetic, but we could keep beautiful. Consistent, <laughs> consistent and understanding. You like those? Or you like majestic? <laughs> majestic sounds nice <laughs> so before i get up out of here guys before i get up out of here i do something called roll one up pour one out pour one up so roll one up is something that either pissed you off this week you just want to get it off your chest on a public platform let somebody know they got you fucked up Pour one out is just maybe paying homage to somebody or, you know, like a prayer list, like somebody might have like a GoFundMe or something you want to, you know, like get some more traction behind and then pour one up is a libation. So maybe somebody like really did something great this week and you want to give them some public praise or just let somebody know that you're proud of them. So do you need to roll one up, pour one out or pour one up? I want to pour one up. Okay. Do I go first? You can. Good. I want to pour one up for my lady. Who just bought me balloons oh, yeah. and a bottle of sparkling cider and a personal cheesecake because today is my 30 day without smoking or drinking. Yay. Yeah, so we're she, actually gonna pour one up, up for you too. Yes. And didn't let me know she was here. And I just walk in and even though I had to do this with y'all, she's just sitting here and I just have these gifts waiting for me. A goddess, uh, a goddess. I would love to see it. Can I get a piece of cheesecake? No. <laughs> no. Majesty, your majesty. <laughs> I'm the sex majesty. <laughs> no, you <Yeah>. aren't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, which one was the second one when I give praise or prayer to somebody? Yeah, poor one out is it like somebody just needs like some added love this week. You just want to give them some additional love. Well, since we're already on the topic, I actually want to give additional love to Tahoe because even though we just came from Atlanta and we did all of these like podcasts, I know how much did you do? Eight or 10? I did 12 all, all, over the whole weekend. Well, I did 11 over the whole weekend. One kid. Yeah. Yes. He, did, he did 11 podcasts. He, um, I was able to do five of those. And even though I wanted to go to Atlanta and have fun, we ended up doing all these podcasts, wore me out. I was so tired, but it was so productive. And if it was anything that I would rather do to be productive, um, it would be that. So I have to give, I will pour one up for Tahoe because he's on this um, sobriety and yeah. this path to enlightenment. And it's being, it's boding very well, not only for himself, but for the people around him. So it was very productive. And I really- I love that. I love that. I actually wanted to pull one up for you guys in general, um, just because I believe in just like big up in people. Over the weekend, I was just like seeing your guys' Instagram story. I'm just like, you guys are doing a whole fucking lot. I'm like, you guys are like on a fucking podcast tour. Orlando's got a whole fucking event going on. But I've been watching Tahoe's journey. I listen to So Shameless. I've been a listener of So Shameless. And I was listening to the last two episodes. And I just was like, this man is pouring his fucking heart out. 
on this fucking podcast and he has a support system around him and just to like even though orlando didn't like really speak he was still there just to see the, yeah. the bond that you two have and you guys have two, you guys are two totally opposite people but you mesh and you work so well together so to see two black men doing that in this day and age with the shit that's going on in the world it's refreshing as fuck to see so mm-hmm. i want to pour one up for you both this week and i just want to let you guys know that i appreciate you guys being here in the safe space and kicking it with me feel free to come back and to just to grace the space as many times as you like you guys are always welcome here family you guys know that i close out each episode with an affirmation and this week's affirmation is i am totally in awe of my avatar ashe amen period so guys can you tell the people where they can find you and then we will get up out of here i've taken up enough of your time <laughs> um you can find our podcast hard or soft pod on instagram on twitter you can find our only fans where we are basically the first podcast that have an only fans where we record live sexual content as we're um, recording and we also take free submissions and promote anyone that wants to be a part or on the only fans um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Orlando Roy. I am the big, big bad bitch, the sex majesty. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your own, like, what? <laughs> and I will say that the one thing uh, recently we've gotten a lot of compliments. Well, we always get compliments, but the most recent one that I've really enjoyed is seeing people say that we're too um straight black men talking about sex, but we're different. We're the podcast yeah. you want to listen to. Yeah. Really it's not been. creepy that's the refreshing part it's not creepy at all yes well i think i've been creepy i think i creeped on tayomi a little bit <laughs> i was creepy. i was into these was out jack <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you can find me staring at tayomi's breast sorry baby girl <laughs> it was out it was greased up just like coconut oil or some shit <laughs> anyway um and you can find me on twitter to instagram and twitter at tahoe underscore tv um, also, I do a podcast called So Shameless Podcast with uh, Miss Daja Bell and uh, dear uh, DJ. DJ Trauma NYC, as long as as well as the podcast that we do here with Orlando. But So Shameless also talks about urban issues. Um, we try to fight, um, you know, toxic stigmas and things like that. And I let out a bunch of personal shit. <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good fucking time on both podcasts. It's a good fucking time. Um, and other than that, you can find me in, inside Orlando's little bun on top of his head. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not over. Family, you guys know that you can find me at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S on Instagram and Twitter. And I will see you guys next week. Peace.